Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Strong Tea. I'm Vicky. And I'm Katie. And if you haven't joined us before, be sure to check out all our previous episodes. We've done a lot now, haven't we? We have. Yeah, and we would like to thank our 13.2 thousand downloading listeners. Can you believe it? That is a lot. It's a lot. As we started this out in like a little cupboard under the stairs, just having a chat. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for all our listeners so far. And we are coming to you today with an episode that will not disappoint. We have a fantastic guest. But if this was your first time with Strong Tea, we are all about discussing things that are considered taboo, difficult to talk about. People sometimes put their heads in the sand because they would rather do that than actually talk openly about these topics. And what we aim to do is to bring them out, learn more and get people talking about them. As I said, today is no exception. But before we get into it and meet our wonderful guest, Sam, what are we drinking? Sam, what are you drinking, my love? I've got a glass of water. Nice. Cleansing. Good. Hydrating. Yeah, it's nice and refreshing though in this, and I always think I should drink more. When when a guest comes on and says I've got water, I'm like, oh, I should drink water. Yeah, very <laughs> unhealthy. Yeah, every time a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, okay. What tea did you go for? Do you just have a normal builder? Oh yeah, no, it's always Yorkshire tea. <gasps> yes, yes. You we are. Do you know what? We we choose our guests wisely, don't we? <laughs> it's like we know. It's like yeah. a kindred spirit. Take there. it on holiday as well. You know, or <gasps> we're going away. Yeah. Next yeah. level. Yeah. You never get decent teas in hotels, do you? No. 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 Even the like Twinings English breakfast. Sorry, Twinings, but you know, it's just it's just not the same. Do you know what we do give other tea brands hell on here, don't we? <laughs> PG tips got a real hammering last time. Oh yeah. Oh. No, I think I went Tetley yet though. That's uh... no, we used to drink Tetley, but I don't know when we switched to Yorkshire tea. Maybe when some friends were drinking it, we went to stay with them. I thought oh, that's really nice because I yeah. love strong tea. I didn't yeah. like lots of milk, and I don't like drinking other people's tea because I don't make it properly. So yes. I was somewhere yesterday, so I had a peppermint tea because I thought that was safe. Oh, I love a peppermint. <laughs> yeah, love a peppermint. We were actually just talking before we came on air about estate agency, and I used to be an estate agent, and I used to go to people's houses and they said, "Do you want a cup of tea?" And I'm like, "Can you?" can I have a coffee because yeah. I don't trust people to make tea and I think it's very hard to get coffee wrong so yes. that no, was always right. my you know little yeah. in so yeah I, what are you drinking? well I've gone for a nice cleansing calming uh one today because I think I'm gonna need it because it's quite an exciting episode go on <laughs> I've gone for a pucker peace tea which is oh. a serene blend of hemp spearmint and that herb that I can't say you know the ashwanga cara thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so who knows what it's got in it but it's nice and it's calming and it's refreshing so nice what have you gone for uh yorkshire gold uh, classic. standard it's a standard day so yeah. yeah yeah it's a good choice it's a good sh- strong strong tea decision yeah thank you but thank you. we are going to talk about something far stronger than tea today which I'm so excited about because you have joined us as part of our sex series and um Vicky you you were dr- too busy drinking tea to do your bomb chicka wow wow oh um, wow that's the one <laughs> yeah um you know the sort of porno elevator music in the background yeah. there um we don't talk about sex enough 
And this is what we're trying to do on this podcast series. We are trying to open up the conversation, enlighten people more and teach them. And Sam, who joins us today, is going to teach us some stuff. I hope. <laughs> looking <laughs> looking at her little box of toys that she's got in front of us, I'm very, very hopeful. So let me introduce our guest. So Sam is one half of the founders of the fantastic Joe Divine sex toy company. Um, Sam is a former nurse and sexual health and pleasure expert. I love that you're an expert in pleasure. She's featured on the Channel 4 show Sex Myths and the Menopause with Davina McCall. And the company has been trading since 2007 and has been featured in national magazines such as Good Housekeeping, Yours, Woman and Home. So this is quite exciting for us because it's a topic which people don't want to talk about because it's a little bit taboo, but we're going to be discussing sex toys. So without further ado, Sam, tell us your story. Tell us how you became a sex educator and the founder of the incredible Joe Divine. It's all my husband's fault. So he's oh, cool. It's all the husband's. Been together for 32 years, married for 26 this year, got three kids, they're all adults now. And uh he was in banking, working in IT. I had a nursing background, was looking after the children, so I haven't gone back to nursing because I make it so hard for you when you've got children. And um he mentioned one day, he said, Why don't they have sex toy parties for couples? You know, they have parties, sex toy parties for women. Um, and so I started doing a bit of research. And at that time, there were some really good brands coming to market, sort of high-end brands. So there was Lalo and Fun Factory. Um, who's a fun track is German, Lalo, Swedish. Um, and actually, we'd had a couple of sex toys in the past. A horrible rampant rabbit. Thank God the world's moved on since then. Made from jelly. I also had another jelly toy. The rampant rabbit broke down, I think, even after the first attempt. Um, and the other jelly toy was horrible. And both of them gave me thrush. But at the time, I didn't realise why <laughs> they had given me thrush. Um, and so, you know, but we've always really liked sex. But my body hasn't always liked it. So I've had sexual health issues, which I realised what was causing them when we actually set up the company. And I'll talk about that a bit in a minute. Um, and yeah, so basically we set up Josie Vine. Just it's a very curated range of products with a small group of manufacturers, reliable manufacturers that we really trust. We love their products. We don't put all their products on our websites. We do curate them. I get to test them all. That's a really hard part of the job. Um, <laughs> and um and I don't, you know, and some of them I will reject or some of them I won't even test because I go, well, who even thought this was a good idea? You know, I don't actually want to test it and we'll send it back. Um, so and then we also realised when we were advertising in those women's magazines that you mentioned, that people were buying our sex toys to help them with sexual health issues. So post-hysterectomy, menopause, childbirth, cancer, you know, painful sex issues, the ageing process. And actually, I thought, why, why, why aren't they having any information? Where are they getting their information from? Well, there clearly isn't, because they're obviously going off and buying this sex toy. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people were just buying it because they were curious and they'd never bought a sex toy before, and that was great. Um, and so then I started writing articles, practical sexual health and pleasure articles, um, and, and searching cancer websites and the health websites, NHS websites, and going, well, where's all this information about sex? Why are they not being given advice? And the advice was... If it was there, it was very generic. They were often recommending very poor sexual lubricants or just telling people, use KY and go and get yourself a dildo. Right, OK, don't use KY and I'll explain why. But also dildos are not vibrators. And also many people have never bought a sex toy before, so they wouldn't even know where to stop. They wouldn't want to go into a high street shop, let alone go online. So 
we've now got hundreds and hundreds of articles on our blog, sexual health and pleasure articles. It goes from cancer to kink, you know. And so just because you've had a cancer diagnosis doesn't mean to say that you no longer love your BDSM or you're not into your kink anymore. Um, but also, you know, people are curious and actually you're opening up the world to different sexual activities. And we try to be as inclusive as possible. I'd like to be more inclusive because I think actually a lot obviously of customers are women um but we do have male customers we do have trans and non-binary customers um and actually a lot of the information that i put out there is quite gender neutral anyway you know some of the toys are gender neutral even though they've been targeted at a vulva and vagina a lot of them can be used you know together with a a, a male partner so yeah and so yeah and this, using my nursing knowledge as well and actually um i've talk give talks in the nhs to healthcare professionals so as a former nurse so i whip out my toys and i talk about lube and some keep our toys in their clinics we have a little brochure we created with our local hospital tunbridge wells which gets given out in clinics as a way of opening up the conversation so it's great because our healthcare professionals who are brilliant say actually i'm not sure about that but i know a woman who does <laughs> so it's kind of like so they're signposting you know their patients to us but often people will find us because they Google, they've had a problem. Um, I just want to say our customer base is 18 to 93. I so love that. I want to That's be amazing. my 93-year-old customer because she's fabulous. She's had to stop buying stuff now because her daughter got a bit suspicious about the bank statements. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But my view is that, you know, if you want to carry on enjoying sexual pleasure or want to discover better sex, then you can, um, you know. And I think for what I do Paul often says he says you don't I don't give people chance to breathe so they'll come on the phone for advice they're really anxious or it might be really upset some people cry certainly if they've had cancer diagnosis or they've lost their partner and then I just sort of give out all this information medical practical sexual health and pleasure advice and then by the end of it I think they actually then pause for breath and they go right okay and by the end of it we're normally having a giggle which I think is really important um because, you know, for me, I don't talk about the nonsensical stuff. I said, well, no, no, you shouldn't be using that. It's not good. Good lube, decent sex toy. You know, talk to your partner. You might want to try that. It's actually about normalising sex mm. rather than medicalising it or ignoring it. Um, you know, so we're here to help people who want to enjoy pleasurable sex. And if you don't want to, then that's fine. You know, that's not a problem at all. I, I don't mind. It's, you know, I'm here to help those who who are seeking pleasure. So. I think that's such an unusual thing to get from a company you know you talk about your customer base and it's almost like I've got this I've got this image of you chatting on the phone to all of these customers that you know you know almost like one-to-one -one. Mm -hmm. and I think that's very unique for a company like yours and I suppose did you set out with that in mind did you set out to sort of think right this isn't just going to be a sex toy company this is going to be an advice service and we want to connect with our customers or did it just happen organically it happened organically we were wanted to put information on the website we wanted to create a magazine so we had other people did that for us who were working for us but then I came back into the company once the children had got a bit older and started writing all the health stuff and actually the health stuff started getting traffic to the website um, and then once you sort of get a bit more accepted by healthcare professionals in the NHS, that sort of opened up things. And then they were starting to talk about, well, actually, we do need to talk about sexual health and pleasure with our patients. And actually, we've only got terrible lubricants that we're telling them to use or we're using them in our clinic. And um, 
actually, you know, these these sex toys can be viewed as a tool to help people to regain their sexual function and reclaim their sex life. But also, it's no nonsense. I don't talk rubbish. I did write for a lot of, you know, clickbait <laughs> publications in the past. We had PR, but it got to the point where I'm going, oh, when you get a request in and we'd rush to, you know, get this article out. And it's kind of like, do you know what? I can't really be bothered. And also a lot, some journalists would twist what you said. So, you know, one written that, you know, oh, Samantha living in New York. Well, yeah, I lived in New York, but years ago, I live here in the UK. Or they set up the sex toy company to help people with disabilities. No, we didn't. So, but they often are trying to do it to fit an agenda. So I do very little of that now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, because we, have all these articles and also I've done so many other things now you know on Instagram and you know obviously being on T TV that I'm I'm not writing what people want and also sometimes people come back and they well actually that's not the article that I wanted and I thought well it was the article I wanted to write you know it was, it was kind of like okay well I can you use it and they're not paying you for it you know it's organic so you know um you know I've been paid for very little so I was writing all this stuff and I felt like it was quite hard work so now I sort of have cut back on that and sort of say but when I've written an article about that it's on the website <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's um but yeah it's um and, and unusual for a sex toy company to have such a huge blog people try and start that and then you notice they've got about five articles mm. but we've had a range of writers as well you know we've got you know, we've had people with cancer um, writing for us, talked about their own experience, people with painful sexual health issues, like uh, my friend had um, pudendal neuralgia, and she's written about her really horrendous experience that she's had of that. And also, you know, young people have written about cancer, but also we've had people write, um, you know, kink writers, we've had people write about, you know, their experience in a sex club and at a sex party. My friend does fire play and wax play workshops and you know so actually it's making people aware of what is out there and actually not everybody's you know it's not all penis and vagina sex if people enjoy sexual pleasure in so many different ways mm-hmm. so you know for us it's actually saying you know no we're not this clinical because people often want to think that you're a health company mm-hmm. but we're not people have asked us to set up a health company well no because sexual health and pleasure go hand in hand so when your sexual health is affected it affects your sexual pleasure so for me it's actually about educating everybody about all sorts of things if you don't want to read the article then that's fine don't read them you know just read the articles that you want to read but often somebody might land on the website you know who's got a sexual health issue and then sort of realize oh actually quite like to read the joe divine diary you know the the erotic diary or i quite like to read the article about you know going to a sex club or you know so it just opens up people's world to what is going on and what a lot of people enjoy behind closed doors that's all consensual consenting adults um, and enjoying pleasure I think the power of what you're you're doing is obviously getting the education out there and opening eyes and minds and making it safe to do so Um, and as you've got a lot of people obviously contributing through different walks of life through their own experiences my question is based around with that openness and the ability to tap into this in a in a really safe way. Why do people not talk about sex or sex toys? It's predominantly um, shame, embarrassment. Um, you know, the fact is I've been shut down at, in social situations with friends. Um, if I actually even mention what I did because that person doesn't really like sex they don't you know and they're not interested in you helping in but you can often see that some some person there would quite like to have your advice um and 
I think it's this country, though other countries are the same. I think it's our press. Sex is everywhere, actually, and across the mainstream media, you know, but actually it's often nonsensical stuff. Shock, horror, you know, this person's doing this or they've been discovered doing this. And actually most of the time when you look at you, well, actually they're consenting adults, so what does it matter? They're not harming anybody. You know, no one was hurt or injured and there's far more worse things going on. It's the same, you know, with sex education. That was going to be brilliant. From 2017, they updated the curriculum. My daughter was involved. She's a young sex education activist. And then, you know, subsequent um, um, education ministers have come in. It's all been watered down. We've now got, you know, the anti-LGBT gang you know sort of taking along that all this stuff's being taught at school and the teachers go no it's not no that's not happening in the loose it's kind of like if we don't educate our children then they can't grow up to enjoy happy and healthy relationship they will go elsewhere and they will view stuff that isn't age appropriate and they will be coerced into doing things that they really don't want to do um or do things that they think they should be doing you know I mean Millie's written a, a sex education book last year that came out aimed at 14 plus and young adults and it's so inclusive and it's exactly what she wanted when she was at school um and I find it frustrating because obviously adults need sex education if you educate people when they're young people then they'll grow up to enjoy healthy um and happy relationships and safe relationships as well they won't put them into styles into situations where they're in coercive relationships they'll be able to recognize that they'll know about giving consent and 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 you know and asking for it and um it's frustrating because it's you know it it's clamping down on sort of what people need to know about their bodies because again we've got the censorship you know we've got censorship of the words vulva vagina penis anus it's ridiculous I was censored on Instagram a few weeks ago um, and discovered it was because of sexual solicitation. Don't know why talking about dry vaginas and low libido is anything to do with sexual, sexual solicitation, but they did a whole load of us. And it was from sex workers, a lot of them who do educate, um, to, you know, performance artists, to people. There was a uni product. She'd done it. So it was about sexuality. She, it was an art project. But there were so many things. Most of us were reinstated. That was really, really quite shocking. But... People go, why do you put in symbols when you write vagina or sex? Or because I said, because of the algorithms and the bots. I said, because your pod, your post will not be shown. And it's so ridiculous because these are the correct medical terminology for our body parts. So, you know, the whole censorship is ridiculous. And it's not just on Instagram, it's across Facebook and you know, Twitter, well, Twitter's Twitter's. <laughs> got everything on it now unfortunately but even in you know in the press and you know adverts that can't be run um you know because you're talking about female pleasure but we can have a viagra advert and you know we can have things on tv we only get you know vaginal dryness and peeing ourselves adverts you know we don't get anything about pleasure and the vaginal dryness products that are promoted are terrible and obviously you know incontinence is common but it's not normal so you don't actually have to rely upon pads pelvic health physios are brilliant <laughs> so you know I think I that's what I find frustrating is that you know people can't talk about their bodies and then they don't seek help um or they struggle to talk to their doctor and also doctors and other healthcare professionals struggle to talk about sex because it's not part of training mm -hmm. so they feel uncomfortable um and you know, if you go and often people will go and open up the conversation, well, actually, I've got this problem and the doctor's going, oh, I really don't know what to do. You know, then it makes that patient feel quite uncomfortable. Oh, I shouldn't really have asked.
Mm. you know or maybe what I've got is normal or I just have to put up with it um so but that is slowly changing I think a lot of the stuff that I've done but a lot of healthcare professionals now are you know are more comfortable to talk about sexual health and pleasure but I just want to say shame is really sad Mm. (laughs) um I've been working with the Northern Ireland group and I got asked um oh you know shame is a big problem over here I said well it's not just a big problem in Northern Ireland or Ireland I said it's a big problem across the whole of the country the whole of the UK you know it's not just you but it is you know related to your upbringing maybe your religious upbringing strict upbringing your cultural beliefs um you know and actually can be quite damaging Mm. to you trying to seek sexual pleasure um and it's quite sad it's from from the way that you talk it's it's almost like it's not something that should just be taught in schools. It feels like an ongoing education. Mm. It feels like a journey of um, sort of self-realization, of mm. self-discovery um, and discovery with others, of course. Mm. What do you think the answer is in terms of opening up the conversation about sex? Because, you know, like you, you said, you said there the key word shame, mm. you know, and people are ashamed. They might not understand that they have a problem which is impacting and if they don't listen to stuff like this because they're too ashamed then they'll never know and I think that's Mm. really sad so how do we as a nation stop the sordidness and the taboo-ness of this and say look almost everybody does it Mm. and it's fine and it's natural let's let's talk about it I think we're having more people doing it obviously I'm bombarding people with all this information and I love it when people then say to me, yeah, no, I had a really good conversation with my girlfriend about lubes. You know, it was like, because little by little you chip away. And basically, you know, that person who's invested in, a, you know, one of our lovely lubricants, they may then have a friend that they quite like to tell or think that they've got a friend who would really benefit. We have people phoning up and saying, oh, yeah, my friend passed on the magazine advert because she thought I would it would be really useful. Or they gave me their brochure they because they sent for one of your products. And it's, it's this happening across the UK. You know, there are these little groups everywhere who are all slowly talking about. And to be on TV with Davina McCall talking about lubes and vaginal dryness and picking up sex toys was such a pleasure because it was so it normalized the conversation to say, you know, this person's a famous person, but she's happy to talk about this. And it did literally open up the floodgates to, you know, people buying, we were sold out. Um, but I've that's carried on, um, you know, and it's um and actually yeah the other day we did do an instagram live our first instagram live together about it was about predominantly about breast cancer and sex because this is a group of people who really struggle because often they can't take hormone replacement therapy they can't use vaginal estrogen so they get neglected um and actually um we talked about so much about you know non-penetrative sex and intimacy and other things that you could do we talked about products and conversations and communication and we've both had so many messages from all sorts of people about this, men and women. Um, and I think it's actually sort of saying, you know, we can talk about this stuff um, and we can talk about it in a very professional way. We can make it fun. We can have a giggle about it. But, um, you know, it's just when people become aware of what we do at Joe Divine, they're kind of like, oh, wow, didn't expect that because no other sex toy is doing sex toy company is doing what we're doing some have tried um but you know i'm passionate about this it takes a lot of time a lot of the stuff i it's free you know all this information is free i don't get paid for writing the articles i don't get paid to give my talks in the nhs or my cancer charity because i'm you know i'm always happy to do that for free 
Um, and so, you know, for me, it's actually about educating people because even I think with Davina on Tuesday, I said something about, oh, obviously taking antihistamines can dry or natural secretion. So that includes your vaginal lubrication. She said, well, I didn't know that. I said, well, obviously it's hay fever season. So, you know, it's quite good that it's important to use a sexual lubricant and just little things that you can impart to people. And they go, oh, actually, I didn't know that. So I think we are slowly chipping away and we are better than some countries and in America, you know, there's obviously some some states they can't even sell sex toys they can't ship them in and you know it's um it's quite difficult we have to be careful in this country that doesn't happen it's not going to happen here but we have to be aware of those people who are sort of infiltrating our sex education in this country because it is happening and it's happening in facebook groups and all sorts and i think we just have to be really strong and stand firm we've got some really good organizations like you know brooke um, you know, who really do a lot of stuff, but they've said it's got harder and harder, the sex education to do in this country, whereas actually it should have got easier, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, and in fact, our daughter just become one of their sort of um, um, trustees as well for Brooke as well. And it's great that they always have, you know, these young voices and going, well, actually, this is my experience. This is how I can help people. I mean, she's on TikTok and, you know, she's got half a million followers or more, I don't know. And actually the conversation she's having with a lot of young people, and it's great then because they'll say, oh, no, no, with somebody comments, somebody will say, no, no, Millie said you should use this lubricant because it's, you know, and actually they're educating. And these are sort of, you know, 15 and 16-year-olds who are actually sort of saying, you know, they're listening to stuff because this is where they're going Mm. to find their information. And she's one of the best, better ones. There are some really bad accounts out there um you know and so I think people need to know where to look um, and find the good information I love how Millie and yourself obviously are spreading all this information for the next generation something that you know speak for myself we and the sex education that you touched upon earlier was minimal if not definitely not centered around around women's pleasures and what we could do and the notion of sex toys was never even, it was always a, a, a naughty, cheeky novel thing. Mm-hmm. Things like you ran summer's parties and so on, which was a boozy girls night, kind of yeah. all cheeky, cheeky. So the very connotations and stereotypes that have been applied to sex toys, mm-hmm. particularly with our generation, has potentially ruined the value of having them mm-hmm. and why we have them. Mm-hmm. And you touched upon some of those demographics that I know I hadn't even considered before um needing that you know adjustments and you know requirements different things in order to to excel and progress their their sex life so holistically or maybe not holistically because I know this is quite complex but why do people use sex toys okay so sex toys sex to begin with and sexual pleasure is so good for you masturbation is so good for you because it releases all those feel-good endorphins that makes you feel happy. Um, it helps relax the pelvis. It helps you both physically and mentally. It can help you sleep. It can, um, you know, um, it can boost your immunity. Um, and it helps. And obviously you can show a partner. And also with men, if they have, you know, regular ejaculations, there's research to show that it reduces your risk of prostate cancer by 20 one percent you know so actually regular ejaculation flushes out the prostate prevents enlargement and it's actually a way of you know connecting with your body and you know the clitoris is the only sexual organ in the body obviously your brain is a very sexy organ as well but your clitoris is your pleasure center um and actually 
it you know it it's so good for you but actually some people struggle to masturbate they don't like touching themselves you know so actually a sex toy is a really good thing you know even like a little simple toy like this because you're not actually touching yourself if you actually don't want to touch your body and again that whole touch thing could be go back to your upbringings lack of sex education there may be sexual trauma you know so actually again sex toys can actually help people in the recovery of sexual trauma we work with a lot of psychosexual therapists who do actually recommend this little toy the joe divine Immy to help people to step back into feeling pleasure. Um, and also, you know, vibrators promote the blood flow inside the vulva, inside the vagina. That then promotes your natural lubrication. Obviously, it feels pleasurable. Um, and, you know, it's such a good thing to actually, it keeps everything happy and healthy. Um, and also, you know, sometimes masturbation isn't doing it for you with the way in which you masturbate. And people masturbate in so many different ways. There is no right or wrong way. Um, and actually, toys will offer you a different sexual sensation. And also, remember, sex toys as well. Some people um, can't have penetrative sex or penetrative sex isn't what they do. And actually, you know, and obviously some people um, struggle to get an erection or maintain an erection. So obviously, you know, toys can actually really help them to maintain an erection, like a constriction ring, or there are toys, you know, for a penis, they're like male vibrators, um, and that actually can help promote an erection. Um, you know, and actually there are toys that couples can play with together and there are app control ones. It just means that they are really good in helping you just to enjoy different types of sexual pleasure and sensation. You know, the pulsation toys have really changed the way in which orgas people enjoy orgasms. So the sonic wave and pulsation toys, this is the Lalo Sonic 2. And these do not vibrate. They just gently tease and caress the clitoral tissue, pop it over your clitoris, leave it in place, put a little bit of water-based lube on, and then just let it work its magic. And it sends the sensations through the clitoral bulbs that surround your um, vagina. Um, and we've got people having an orgasm for the first time with these toys, or people who've really been struggling to orgasm. They've got decreased sensation, maybe in menopause, post-childbirth, cancer treatments. They may have a neurological um, issue, but also people who've never really had an orgasm. You know, to hear a woman say, well, I had my first orgasm with that toy at six five and I go yay it's actually had to wait so long but I'm really pleased that you've had your orgasm um and so I think and also from a health perspective I always say to healthcare professionals who struggle to say oh it's a sex toy um to say well just view it as another tool in your kit to recommend to your patients um and I think actually getting them to think about it in that way because they're often worried about suggesting sex toys and sexual lubricants to their patients because they're worried about offending them and their patients waiting for them to talk to them about sex and it's often up to the patient to actually ask their doctor about it and then if a doctor is sort of quite dismissive or you know we hear a lot why are you worrying about your sex life with cured your cancer or why are you worrying about your sex life aren't you too old for that um or you're not in a relationship that was the one that always gets me heard of solo sex we've never heard of masturbation i kind of <laughs> but then we've got doctors who are, and healthcare professionals are saying oh go buy yourself sex toy that'll help you sleep you know it's like you know that'll be really good for you so um yeah it's um i think that's they're more acceptable now they're more mainstream they're on the high street you know they're being sold everywhere it's just you've got to be really careful about what you're buying they've got to be skin safe products so that's really really important um as well so and you know talking about skin safe the lubes <laughs> Um, I was talking to somebody the other day and he was saying, why don't people use lube? And I said, well, there's still this um, stigma about using sexual lubricant because it's viewed as for fixing a problem. It's for that woman in menopause with her dry vagina 
And actually, we know your own natural lubrication is affected by so many different things. Obviously, menopause, so the depleting estrogen levels, cancer treatments. Post-childbirth, if you're breastfeeding, that impacts upon your natural lubrication. So it's good to use a good lube. Stress, anxiety, as a sexual side effects to medication like antihistamines, antidepressants, you know, um, blood pressure tablets. Also, that you know that that can have an impact sometimes. And so, I think it's sort of. But the problem is, there's so many different leaves out there. And the vast majority of them aren't very good for your intimate health and sexual pleasure. So, that's what a lot of what I do. I'm known as a lube queen, <laughs> and I love it. My friend, yeah, quite the title. Friends, um, said, oh, you're the lead queen. So it was like, you know, um, my mantra is ingredients matter when it comes to your intimate health and sexual pleasure, which is why we refuse to sell any of the products that are available on the high street in chemists, apart from the Yes Organic Lubricants. And we have Suteal Lux and Rich, which is another organic and botanical brand and one silicon lube. And I will never shut up about ingredients because um, that was my um, issue. Before we started Joji Vine, um, basically, I met Paul when I was 23, so we started using two very well-known lubricants that are still widely available and still have the same ingredients in them. Um, and I got thrush, bacterial vaginosis, the fishy smelling discharge. I got cystitis. I got urinary tract infections, had no idea what was causing them. Um, and that then led to vaginismus. So that's where your pelvic floor muscles tightened and it makes sex feel very uncomfortable or painful or not possible. Um, and I got diagnosis at 30, but nobody actually ever asked me about my sex life. What was I washing myself with? What was the washing using to wash my clothes? Um, what sort of sexual activity was I having? Um, and I was told to iron the gusset of my knickers to kill the thrush bugs by a gynecologist. He's not my gynecologist anymore. Um, and I'm surprised he's a gynecologist at all anymore with that sort of advice. He was a pediatrician when I was pregnant, and I had a few words with him then as well, so I should have oh realised. Um, and actually... It's really frustrating and I had no idea. And actually at that time, canister wasn't available over the counter. You had to get it on prescription. So I was going back constantly for numerous prescriptions for canister and antibiotics for UTIs. But nobody actually thought, what's the reason for this? And it wasn't until we set up Jodie Vine, started using the S products because Paul had been investigating it and thought, had an idea that these were pretty, they were skin safe and they were probably safer to use. Started using it, particularly the S oil-based Within a week, my symptoms disappeared. I wasn't lying there thinking, oh, I, you know, I'm, am I going to peeing, be peeing tonight or am I going to be itching on the wall tomorrow with thrush? So then I started to investigate it and it's the ingredients. It was glycerin. Glycerin's a sugar. It creates a sugar environment and that encourages thrush to fly, thrive. It's a really well-known vaginal irritant and it makes the lube really sticky. And that's it is cheap, so that's why it's in a lot of lubes. Propylene glycol, that's the ingredient that actually causes the stinging when you first put a lube on. And that puts people off because they assume all lubes are the same. Parabens, they are preservatives which are weak. Hormone disruptors are being removed from skincare products and body care products. So why on earth would you put them inside your body, inside your vagina, inside your anus, you know, highly sensitive parts of your body? Um, dyes, <laughs> that's an ir they're irritating. Perfumes. Glitter. God knows why. I don't know. <laughs> Great for festival season. I have no idea. Um, you know, alcohol. We've sorbitol. We've got CBD lubes now. We have no idea what CBD does to the microbiome of the vagina. So, you know, often people are coming to us because again, I want some advice about lube, and then you're talking to them, and, and they go, well, "What are you using?" And then I said, "Well, it's got this ingredient, in it and it can cause thrush." Oh yeah, I get thrush. You know, it's sort of, and also for a lot of people like me, the light bulb moment. It was kind of like, "Oh my god, that's 
I feel very angry about this, actually. I feel very angry that these ingredients in these well-known lubricants, which still exist today, and lots more lubricants as well, um, still exist. Um, and I find it really frustrating. And I still get upset about the fact that I've had vaginismus and that the, the pain and the misery of all those infections that I had. You know, I thought there was something wrong with me. And it, it's hard. It's hard on your relationship as well. And your your head's going, yes, I really want to have sex. And your vagina's saying, no, you're not coming in here tonight. So it's really difficult. But actually being a vaginismus sufferer and having recovered, you know, all those recurrent infections, it means that I can say to people when they phone up and go, yeah, I've been there. And actually this can really help. And actually, yes, you will overcome vaginismus. And, you know, yes, you know, that's probably causing the irritation. And actually this will really help. And, um, you know, so being able to help people in that respect. But, you know, and things like your kitchen and bathroom cupboard <laughs> that people use. What do they, like what? So you've got olive oil, you've got bio oil, you've got baby oil, um, coconut oil, love it or hate it. I wouldn't recommend it because it can destroy latex condoms and anything that's oil-based will destroy latex condoms. And it can cause thrush and it's difficult to wash off, but some people love it. And if it works for you, then that's fine. Um, and you just need to give your sex toys a really good wash. Um, Suja creme. Not even slippery, is it? <laughs> oh, my God. It can be used for anything, but not not everything. Germaline. I mean, obviously, Vaseline. And it's frustrating when you hear that a medical or clinical nurse specialist has told a patient to use Vaseline with their dilators. And it's like, you know, just because it's slippery doesn't mean to say it's good for your intimate health. So, you know, but, oh, but it's natural. And, you know, I read something because there was an article the other day in a big mainstream paper from a sex expert. And at the end of it, they put, you know, oh, you're best off using coconut oil. And I think it's hard. So you know, it's just like, it's um, frustrating. And there are products on prescription that contain these ingredients. So I always say to people, if your GP is prescribing something, Ask them what the ingredients are, because, you know, there are better products actually on prescription. And so you have to be an ingredients detective. Get your magnifying glass out um, and actually have a look as well. Oh, my but, you gosh. Know. I'm still in shock about pseudocreme. I have <laughs> so many questions. Not about pseudocreme. Um, <laughs> um, obviously, you've talked about the lubes that you sell. They sound incredibly popular and, you know, like very quality products. <laughs> I'm really intrigued because obviously this is not a visual podcast. This is an audio podcast. And what we love to do now is find out because you've been holding up some of your toys as we've been talking. And um, we'd love to put photos on our blog so people can see. But will you just talk us through some of your bestsellers and yeah. tell us what they do? Because honestly, one you picked up a minute ago and I was like, what the hell is that? So, <laughs> Well, firstly, I'll talk about the lubes because... Sue Teal, Lux and Rich are only available at Joe Divine. It's a Canadian brand run by a mother and daughter uh, company. Just fantastic. And it's made from botanical and organic ingredients. They're water-based. Water-based leaves are the closest to your own body's natural lubrication, condom compatible and sex toy material compatible as well. Um, but these can both be used as vaginal moisturisers too. A little goes a long way and they interact with your own body's natural lubrication to make you feel more lubricated. It's very natural. A lube shouldn't feel intrusive. It should feel natural, like your own natural wetness. Um, and the rich is a bit thicker, and that's actually really good for anal play as well. Because again, you know, the anus is not is non 
it's not self-lubricating like the vagina. So you have to use lubricant for anal play. But again, we have people saying, well, actually the condoms we're using have been irritating. We're going, well, it's probably not, you're not, haven't got a latex allergy. It's probably the lubricant on the condom that you're using or the lube that you're using with your condom. So again, you know, that's another thing to say to people. So Sue Teal is our number one selling lubricant, probably because we only sell it at Jojo Vine. Then there are the Yes products. Um, yes, water-based, yes, oil-based. Again, the oil base saved our intimate, my intimate health and our sex life in my 20s and 30s, uh, um, when we set up Jodie Vine. And these can be used together as can Sutil. So you can put an oil base on first and the water base on top and it creates a double glide. And you can put the Sutil on top of the oil base. And that's also great, the oil base. If you're swimming in the sea or chlorinated water, put it on your vulva and it prevents irritation because sometimes you can get irritation as well. And then there's a moisturiser because you should be moisturising your vagina <laughs> as well. So you get to a certain age or post-cancer treatment or post-childbirth. Um, and I'm not on about, you know, your Clinique or your Clarins. I'm on about using a proper vagina moisturiser. This is the Yes Vagina Moisturiser. I use that twice a week, pop it up inside. and use it to moisturise my vulva. And I use the Sutil to moisturise as well for se- and use it for any sex play. Um, and there are vaginal moisturisers on prescription that don't contain very good <laughs> ingredients. So again your GP what they're prescribing um so those are like the most popular products um and our most popular sex toys um this one I showed you which was the sonic wave toy the Lalo sauna because I showed this on the Davina program and um yeah we sold an awful lot of these but as I said it, it's very different to a classic vibrator and these air pulse and this is a sonic wave toy I haven't got an air pulse one here but they work in slightly different ways but they're just teasing your clitoris um, and some are app controlled and some have remote controls. So, you know, they're really good fun to play with. And as I said, they're transforming orgasms everywhere. Um, and they've been a great sort of an addition to sort of the range of sex toys. But, you know, you've got this is our littlest toy. This is our first own branded toy, the Joe Divine Immy. And it's just a little bullet inside a very, very silicon flexible tube. And a lot of our healthcare professionals love this because, you know, it helps people. They can use it to massage the vulva and the vagina. But also it's a great first time toy to use on your own or with a partner. Because a lot of people worry about buying a sex toy. You know, they're thinking, well, you're not going to whip out a great big dildo, are you? Start small, you know, start with a little bullet. This one looks like a lipstick um and uh, we've got an air hostess and uh, she used to buy these lipstick um bullets because she'd go long haul to dubai and because she's not allowed to take sex toys to dubai so she popped these in her handbag no one would know what it was because this looks like a deal lipstick so um you know and then little squidgy pebble toys this is one of my favorite the mimi soft and it's got a little squidgy tip and it sits in the palm of your hand um and you know obviously sorry how what does that do how does that work it's, it's a clitoral stimulator so okay. 75% of people need clitoral stimulation to enjoy an orgasm you're not going to orgasm during penetrative sex often if you do orgasm during penetrative sex it's because you're probably having good clitoral stimulation and the reason why you don't orgasm during penetrative sex because your clitoris isn't being stimulated um sufficiently you know obviously some people have g-spot orgasms people have a-spot orgasms so that's an area up near your cervix. I really like A-spot orgasms. And actually, this is an A-spot toy. So it's got a, a squidgy tip on there. So you pop that in, but this will stimulate up around the area around your cervix. So that can be quite sensitive. Um, and, you know, that's quite a different sort of 
it's quite a deep orgasm. And actually, some people don't want to have their cervix stimulated at all because it's quite sensitive as well. Um, and obviously, your G-spot is just a sensitive spot inside your vagina. And people say, oh, it's here if you put the toy here. But actually, we're all, we're all different shapes and sizes. And I discovered my G-spot about eight years ago with one of our toys. But it's way back yonder. You know, it's kind of like really far up inside my vagina because I've had three kids so my vagina's obviously changed shape over the years, all born vaginally. So it's like, you know, it's about trying to work out where that sensitive spot is for you, but not put pressure on yourself to try and find it. You know, people are so obsessed with finding the G spot and gosh, what is this A spot? You know, and it's not just, you don't just have orgasms, you know, with your genitals, you know, there's nipple gasms, you know, people can have full body orgasms, you know, obviously, you know, men obviously can have prostate orgasms you know and also you know if you're having anal play that might help you actually have an orgasm too so it's kind of like you know there are so many things that you can actually do to um enjoy pleasurable sex i am um, i have i like honestly my my question bank is like bing 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 <laughs> i just there are just so many things that you think right okay well you know you you think you know you know I don't I don't profess to know a lot but you think you know a certain amount and then all of a sudden you speak to an expert like yourself and you're just like no okay I don't I don't know anything um what do you find are your most sort of frequently asked questions when people sort of you know you talked about when people contact you sometimes Mm. they're a bit embarrassed sometimes Mm. they're a bit shy a bit hesitant do you find you get a lot of reoccurring questions the majority of questions are about lubes because mm-hmm. our view is when you invest in a really good sexual lubricant you can transform your intimate health and your sex play you know we've had messages from people to say we spent all weekend in bed or we overslept you know we went slept through the alarm or because i'd obviously have lots of sex with our lubes and i think that is just amazing because they're inexpensive people go oh your lubes are a bit expensive and i thought well, have you actually looked at the lubes on the high street they're the same price as ours and isn't your sexual health and pleasure worth investing in so for me it's often people I'm looking for lubricant advice but also often people have spotted our advert we don't do as many adverts anymore or you know they've heard a podcast or they've seen an Instagram live or they saw the Davina program or they've read the Davina book that I'm in um, and I'm in a few other menopause books as well and actually they're just phoning up for advice um, and obviously you know they're curious and often people don't really know what they want <laughs> so you know and we have people I didn't bring it up but we have got a really big our biggest sex toy which we showed on the Davina program she picked it up and then put it down but um you know people go oh I'd like to buy the big boss and you go oh um yes you are aware this is our biggest toy have you used a sex toy before no and I haven't had sex for 20 years <laughs> so then you you don't guide them well actually you'd probably be better off starting with something a bit smaller you know and we actually as I showed you the health brochure that we created in the NHS at our local hospital we also have a catalogue unusual for a sex toy company this gets put in every um order that we send out and we send out the catalogues we've just done a mailing actually we have a mailing list as well people you know agree to go on it um, and um, these catalogues are passed around, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 people have had them in book groups. I'd love to have been on fly on the wall when they're sort of clicking through the catalogue because it's, you know, got products for everybody. It hasn't got all our range. And it's really hard. You can't assume that anything about anybody's sexual 
um, sexuality, sex education, you know, their experience. Because we have amazing conversations with a lot of older people who've had really amazing <laughs> um, sexual experiences in the past. You know, and actually, I think if you're somebody who's always enjoyed sex, then a lot of those people want to carry on enjoying it. Um, and some of them are really explicit and they tell us about their numerous partners. And we love it when we hear people say, well, I'm in a new relationship. I had a lady the other day and they were both 75. She said, we've had our STI tests. And I thought, well, actually, you're the first person to, to say that, because that's another thing that we give a lot of advice about is if they tell us they're in a new relationship. We say, well, it's really important to use condoms. Oh, I, but I can't get pregnant anymore. Get an STI. So, again, that's something that passes people by because the condom brands and the sexual health campaigns never include older people. <laughs> And when we really, really should. So I never assume anything about anybody because I get asked, you know, what menopausal sex toys? No, there aren't any menopausal sex toys because a lot of the toys people, yeah, there are some that I will go to and say, this is a really good toy. But, you know, when people are trying to sell you a menopausal sex toy or a menopausal lubricant, there are lubes and moisturisers for people of all ages. There's nothing, you know, they're good for you. They're good for you, for you whoever you are. Um, so that's always, or what, what sex toys do older people use? I go, oh, all sorts of things. <laughs> it's like, they always want to pigeonhole people into sort of using specific things. And I think that, you know, when we put nipple suckers on our website, we're a bit worried about upsetting our customer base. My God, they flew off the shelf. You know, so it's kind of like, never assume anything. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. You've obviously covered a lot of demographics and, you, you know, as you said, you're all about inclusion and trying to provide um, pleasure for everyone. So what's next for Joe Divine? Where are you going into now? What, Where are you focusing your efforts? Well, we're just carrying on doing what we're doing because not everybody knows about us, you know, and it's frustrating being as an independent retailer. It's just Paul and I. We don't have a big staff. Um, and actually, you know, we do all the work and the amount of work that we do is a huge amount of work. So, you know, for us, it's actually still looking at, you know, curating the range and adding things to it that we want to add to it. And this was, you know, making sure, trying to get information. out. We are working more on our social media. So, you know, um, I found my own Instagram account, Sam Talk Sex. You know, I'm up to nearly 12,000 followers now. Thank you, Davina, for the other day. <laughs> I ended up with a few more. But um you know, actually, my little reels of one and a half minutes are getting so much traction. Um, and I think the conversations, I'm giving out so much information on DMs and then people are emailing. And with Jodie Vine, you know, sort of our daughter ran the Instagram account, but we've um, she's not doing it anymore. She hasn't got time. So, you know, we need to do more stuff on that and sort of, you know, try and make things a bit more attractive to attract people because we found that reels do help. Um, but obviously all this stuff takes time. You know, we, we have a YouTube channel, but our YouTube videos, you have to sign up to YouTube because they're 18 plus. Um, so, you know, we've started, we've gone back to doing a few more YouTube videos, but actually all our videos, we want to get them up on the website. But you have to remember Paul's the person behind all this. He's doing all the work. So, you know, it um, takes time. But it's just I want our name of our brand to be on the lips of everybody, you know, as well-known high street brands or, you know, um, I'd like people to come to us and they are, they are actually spreading the word and they actually trust us. I think that's the thing about us. It's honesty, integrity. We have ethics. We could make probably a shed load more money if we decided to sell the terrible lubricants and some jelly sex toys or, you know, and jelly latex or rubber sex toys, which we refuse to sell because they're not skin safe. They're not, they're porous. Um, so, you know, maybe if we sold more sort of, you know, sex toys that, you know, we think, well, yeah, they're OK. <laughs> but, you know, I if 
find it difficult to recommend a product if I don't like it. <laughs> mm. Um, you know, so um, you know, and I've obviously got favorite sex toys, so I'm, I'm always sort of recommending those. And you know, and if I've tried a toy and I liked it, but it's not going to be a go-to toy for me, then that's fine because everybody's different. So um, you know, I just want to help people, whoever they are, whatever their age, gender, sexual orientation, health condition, disability to find ways to enjoy good sexual health and enjoy pleasurable sex in whatever way they can or, or want to, because um, it's so good for you. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like you have the best job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get to test sex toys and chat to people all day about sex. I'm like... Well, not always, because you do hear the really sad things. So, you know, sort of when you hear really sad stories, and I go off the phone and I go, or Paul's going... That conversation I had with that lady, and you, can, you know, the two of us get visibly, we are visibly upset and frustrated at the, the information on what has been said to this person or the lack of information and and the stories that they tell. But then you have a really good laugh with some of your customers, some of our regular customers as well. Um, and testing sex toys is great when you actually haven't got anybody in the house. You know, <laughs> but when our kids all came back during the pandemic, there was very little sex toy testing actually. <laughs> Um, so I mean thankfully our youngest son he's only left at home now he works shifts so you know I'm able to do that as well but it's um but then sort of the other day I said Paul said the window cleaner's coming you know (laughs) he'll be looking through the window (laughs) that would be an education asking asking for some free advice um you've very very kindly said that you will give our wonderful listeners a Mm. discount code for your website I'm just probably going to ask the question that a lot of people might be worried about. When you send out things that people buy, how does it arrive? So it arrives in plain packaging, has your address on it, and it actually has a return return address, which is a PO box address. So it's all plain. Um, and basically your credit card or debit um, debit card statement. I think it, it may say Joji Ryan now. I can't remember. It used to say Wholesome Trading Limited. Um, and the other thing to say is some of you may not be able to get onto our website because internet and telephone providers put automatically put adult filters in place. So that's obviously to prevent children from viewing stuff that isn't they shouldn't be seeing. But actually, you can remove those filters. You can either remove them yourself or ask your internet provider to remove them for certain websites so you can actually view our website. So, um, you know, but obviously if you can't get on our website and also some people are on shared PCs or tablets, you know, some people have got grandchildren or children, they don't want their partner to know that they've bought something. Then you can ring us up or email us for a brochure. As I said, it doesn't have everything in it, but it has our most popular toys. Um, and, you know, you obviously can go onto our Instagram account. So it's Sam Talk Sex or Joe.Divine. So where you can find information about the products and then you can call us um, or send us an email um but yeah i mean it is a problem this uh <laughs> the filters um but you know there is a way of getting around it so just to say to people don't panic if it says oh you know this is this is unsafe it's because they've automatically put those filters in place as well so in, and no no question is daft or stupid we help people with so many different things um and if you do feel embarrassed or anxious or, or worried you know i'm sure by the time we've had a chat with you you'll be having a bit of a giggle so, you know, I even for our customers who've lost their partners and they end up crying and we listen to them, they, we ask them about their partner and they go, oh, I feel so embarrassed or guilty. And then by the end, they're going, oh, I think George would be quite happy I'm buying a sex toy. So it's lovely. <laughs> it's like, you know, and these are you know people who, you know, been through sexual bereavement. And that's not just somebody who's 
partners passed away but people who maybe their health has changed and you know they're no longer able to enjoy sexual intimacy and pleasure with their partner so then they experience grief too so you know those conversations we just have a a really good laugh and a giggle as well so you know it's important sex is noisy messy embarrassing consensual pleasurable and most of all fun so <laughs> that's what we try and make the conversation to be um, about I love it Sam we offer all our guests the chance to provide a final sip so this is a message anything you want to tell to our our listeners any advice any guidance hopefully related to the topic we have had some final sips that have gone way off that's absolutely fine this is this is your episode so you can take it in the direction you want to but the floor is now yours for for the final sip I would just say to people, if you want to enjoy pleasurable sex, then there's no reason why you can't. But it is really important that you do your research and you invest in good irritant free sexual lubricants, loads of information on the website and good skin safe sex toys. Please be please be aware there are products out there that are fake and used. So be careful where you're buying things from. And just be open minded to the things that you could actually try um, and, you know, or even just read about. Because, you know, if you try something and you don't like it, then that's fine. You can have a giggle about it. But if you try something, you might find that you actually like it. So, you know, and if you do discover Joji Vine, please tell your friends or your best friend about us, even if you don't want to tell your mum or your mother-in-law. But your mother-in-law might already be buying our sex toys. So you you have no idea. Um, and just remember, there's always a way to enjoy sexual intimacy and pleasure, you know, with a partner. And obviously, solo pleasure as well. That's so important, too. So, you know, it's sex is good for you. And, uh, you know, um, it, it's good for your mental and physical well-being. As I said, I'm going to be like my 93-year-old customer. I hope so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, Sam. Honestly, your your passion for what you do and mm. what you're teaching people and the products that you sell just shines through. And yeah. thank you so much for joining us today and educating us. Yeah, <laughs> it's been an education. That it, yeah, I still I still have I still have questions about wax and fire play. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, a spots. What are a spots? I mean, what yeah, A-spots? we'll probably end up talking about all on the website. Up. So um, yeah, you'll find articles about all those things on the website as well. Amazing. So. Well, we will signpost your fantastic website and your blog on our page. Also, your Instagram handles, uh, the discount code as well for our listeners, and also um, all the products that you've talked about today. And um, we'll get some pictures up and some little descriptions, and so that people can see what we've what we've been seeing basically. Mm. But thank you so much for being so open and joining us today. And thank you to all of our listeners uh, for also tuning in and listening and learning about sex. Um, If you like what you've heard, please check out the other episodes in the sex series. Please check out the other episodes in the back catalogue. There are literally like 100 now. We've Mm. covered so many different topics. If you want to be on the show, please get in touch with us. If you want to see us cover something on the show, again, please get in touch with us. And if you like what you hear, pop onto our Support Us page on the website and buy us a coffee. Or Yorkshire tea. Or Yorkshire tea. Yeah. Or... We are going to get that sponsorship, I'm determined. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I'm afraid if anyone else approaches us about sponsorship, about what you might say. But yeah, come on, Yorkshire. <laughs> so yeah, you can support us on there. And we also are looking at sponsorship as well. So thanks ever so much for everyone again for joining us. Thank you, Sam. And guys, if you have listened to this episode, go and check out the Joe Divine website because it's definitely an education. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you again soon. 
Bye. Bye. Thank you.